Welcome to Tree Dog Tuesday, only on the Fueled by Joy Working Dog Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fuel by Joy Working Dog Podcast. This is Tree Dog Tuesday, and I'm sitting here with my friend, Mr. Ashley Oxendine. Um, Ashley, you done pretty good last night. We're here at the Grand American. You got got Hobo Cast win, got him real close to the top 20, so you had a good hunt, huh? Had a good hunt, yeah. Good. How'd Hobo look? He looked good. Had a little downtime. Um, treed two coons. Um, he, he looked good. We had some real good hunting. Had a good guide. Had some had some good dogs. I know, cause where you you're from North Carolina. North Carolina. How far are you from here? Two hours and fifteen minutes. Okay, so it ain't too bad a drive for you down mm, here then. No, been coming here forty two years. Really? Yeah. You like the Grand America? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's been something <laughs> in our family many years. Really? Yeah. And your dad and everybody they hunted that, too. Oh, uh, dad come. He always loved to come and walk and look. Um, my granddad, my uncle used to hunt in a lot. Um dad never hunted in it but he just loved to come to fellowship and meet everybody and talk to everybody and look at the dogs yeah that is that's one thing about these big ukc hunts it's not as much about the hunting as it is about seeing everybody that one time a year and, and talking and seeing all the vendors and all that stuff it's kind of a family atmosphere whereas you go to a you know pkc world hunt everybody shows up right at deadline yeah, yeah. And, you know <laughs> But I want to talk because we done the Big Country podcast, and uh, Strickland's fat mouth was running the whole time, <laughs> and I, I couldn't get no word out of you, and you was on your phone texting and doing business and stuff while John was talking. But I wanted to sit down with you, Ashley, because what I think I met you, what, four or five years ago, yeah. probably for the first time, and in this game you know all the big players. You know, you know the guys that are paying the big entry fees, and they've got the dogs, and they've got the dog power. And then all of a sudden, this chicken farmer from North Carolina buys Big Country. <laughs> and next thing you know, Big Country. And I'd never heard of you, Ashley. And I'm thinking, who is this guy, you know? And then I got to know you. And, of course, you're one of the few guys in the sport uh, that compete at the level that we compete at. And nobody has a bad word to say about them. And that's saying something. Because I can only think of two. There's you and Cheyenne Cummins, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, how did you get into this? How did you start with your love of hounds and coon hunting? Um, my granddad, my granddad hunted on my mom's side, um, on my dad's side. Their dad hunted, so I was a generation of coon hunter. Um, then I had an uncle. Um, he he loved big time black tie, black tan guy. Yeah. Um, he's big UKC back then. Um, and. I just I started hunting when I was young, and dogs and horses what I loved, and that's what my dad loved, and he pushed it on me, and and I just loved it. And I started off with um, a walker dog off Hardwood Dan, and I had another little black dog was given to me. These guys just give me the yeah. dogs, you know, and um, and how I really learned about training and how to be a dog man was from Jim Meeks. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And and you know I. I Jim was particular like letting people go hunting with him and and I know that I was a hard hunter know how to hunt I just didn't to take a dog to the next level you know yeah. training a pup and 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 I just learned so much from him um some guys around Fairmont I had an old guy named Matt Leggett 
Um, man, I was young. I was 12 or 13, no license. He'd come pick me up. We'd go to the UKC hunts. I'd ride with him and draw out and beat him. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, just looking back, people like that that just took time with me when I was a little boy and just, you know, they didn't even know me, just pick me up and take me. Yeah. I got all my pikes that I won when I was little. Yeah. 10 years old I was, I, they didn't have no youth hunts back then yep. you know you've had to hunt against the big boys and them boys wasn't going to give you no, no breaks no absolutely yeah. they wasn't going to give you no breaks back then and and then we you know and then I started my business and I got older and you know starting a business coon hunting that's when I had to put it on the back yep. burner you know and I got started getting a chicken business and it, it was day in and day out just do all I could do just to stay awake much less try to coon hunt you know mm-hmm. and i was still fooling with the horses then and and i said you know and i got in some drag racing and i said man this is not me and um that's when my little boy said dad i want a deer hunt i said Son, i ain't crazy about deer hunting i said but we'll start back coon hunting and 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 he said good and um i called rocky hodge longtime friend um i said i want to go hunting with you one night and it was hot it was summertime yeah. We went up to Ashpole Swamp. I never forget it. And he had a dog named Strong, and he cut him a couple times, and he sunk in that country and tree two coons. And I've never done drugs, but I was like an addict. Yeah. I was about to couldn't sleep. I could. <laughs> I said, "Man, what in the world? I haven't hunted in eight nine years." And it just lit that fire again, you know. And I told Rocky, "I said, Rocky, we got to find a dog." Well, I said, "You got to find me a dog." And we flew out to West Hamilton's, mm-hmm. and we flew um, to Nebraska. And, yeah, um, Wes was the first person that told me about you. Yeah, yeah. We flew to Wes, and he said, "I said, would you price Ruby?" And he priced her. He did, and um, and I think she won one hundred and fifty or two hundred after that. Yeah. And he said, and he had another female there, and um, we talked, and Ruby looked like an idiot. She was, I think she was in heat or yeah. something. And what you know, I know the deal. I know she was the real deal. Um, and he told me, I said, I said, Wes, I want to win. I said, where's a good one? And he said, I'm going to tell you where it's that big country. I said, man, that's a blue teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and i never forget it. He said, uh, he said, he's not for sale. I said, do you think he can be bought? He said, well, three people owns him. I said, man, you'll never get that dog bought. And Steve and him kind of had backed off, and yeah. everybody was wondering where they was and why they wasn't promoting. And I called Steve. I called. They wouldn't even return my phone call. <laughs> and I said, Wes, I can't get him on the phone. And Wes called, and he, he made the deal happen. Yeah, and that's how you got him. That's how I got him. What was uh, – we're going to get into big country a little bit too because everybody loves him. You know you love him. I know he's been really good to you and your family and everybody's – and I, you know what I think of him. But uh, what was life like for you growing up, Ashley? I mean, you North Carolina's a different place. It's not what I'm used to. You know, I grew up in the Midwest. Every time I cross the river and I get over them Appalachians or whatever their whatever mountain ranges I got to cross to get over here, it seems like it's just another pocket of culture, and it's a different culture and it's a good culture. And I like I like being over here and I like the I like the people, but it's different. And a lot of my listeners don't know what it's like, you know, growing up in rural North Carolina and being a hound man. It's here, Josh. I mean, you got farming, you got textile plants, and around me, um, you know, when all this stuff hit, it wiped out 
90% of the textile plants. Um, we got a big place called Campbell Soup. Um, either you're going to be an entrepreneur or, you know, you're going to make, you know, just get by, you yeah. know. And my dad, our family was iron workers and um, pipe fitters and welders. And that's the few I went in after school. Um, and we farmed. I always farmed every day. You know, we cut hay. We had cattle. And my granddaddy had some tobacco. Yeah. You know, when I was a little boy, I'd work in tobacco, um, pull weeds. Uh, and that's how I bought my school clothes. Yeah. You know, I was raised hard, very hard. Um, I had a wonderful mom and dad that worked hard. And, and you know, people ask me, you know, where'd you go to college? You know, what kind of degree did you get? I said, I got old country boy degree. <laughs> yeah. You know, my dad my dad taught me something that was priceless, and that was hard work. And sometimes, man, I'd sit and cry, and I was like, man, daddy's rough on me. And I was a little boy. Yeah. And my dad, my dad never treated me like a little boy. He said, if I can do it, you can do it. He was tough on me. And... And and then I did the construction and and I just said I told somebody I was ten years old I can think about it to the day I can go back to where I was set and people asked me about success in life I was bailing hay in a in in a place in Fairmont and I looked and I was talking to myself I said I'm gonna be a self-made millionaire people say well you don't know I had made my mind up when I was a little boy yeah you know and I had that desire and. You know, but it was tough. Old North Carolina boy didn't, you know, like I said, I didn't go to school. My family, my dad made $70,000 a year back then. That was good money. Yeah. But he worked seven days a week. My yeah. dad would work 50 hours on his job and would go his work shut down Saturdays and Sundays, you know. And, and I remember as a little boy, never my dad going to a program. Yeah. Nothing. Ball game, football. But, you know, to today, I never hold that against my dad because he was providing for our family. And and I got a phenomenal dad. My dad had to quit school when he was third grade to pick cotton. You know, that's that's the way he was yeah. raised. He never got to go to school. He had to work. And that's the culture here. You know, it's tough. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's tough. You make it here, you wanted it, yeah. you know. You see people that was give to them, and you see they just piss through it, you know. Yeah. But like you said, when you come here, the opportunity is is, is very slim. You yeah. got to want it. You got to make your own opportunities. You got to make it, yep. And that carried over. You, you you touched on the chicken business, and your your work ethic is renowned too. I mean, everybody knows Ashley Oxendine's a hard worker, and you know you listen to Strickland talk. Which even if you only believe half of what Strickland says, <laughs> which is probably about what you should believe. Uh, you're still working hard you know you're still out there hustling and uh you know that carries over to hounds you know you you talked about that when i was 10 years old i said i'm gonna make a living doing something with dogs i don't know what it is yet i love coon hounds and you know i feel like i've made it it, it's hard to get that feeling sometimes actually because all these people would love to be where i'm at right now but i'm thinking about the 16 hour drive i got to go home and see my kids you know (laughs) but uh what about you? Is it? Are you ever going to just sit back and think, you know, I've I made it. I'm here. I've well, done it. Actually, you know, with this um, political stuff we got going on, we've been in the last four months. Now, you know, it's crazy that you say that. We've been in meeting with CPAs, and, and, and I had to make a long-term um, plan, you know, with this 
taxes and Democrat stuff we got mm -hmm. going on, it's, it's really took a toll on big business, you mm -hmm. know. And I sat back and I had to make a 10-year plan. And, you know, if something don't change, I'm going to be forced to cut back. Um, and that's something we've been going over the last three weeks with my CPAs. And, and yes, I, I've, I really sat and thought about it because now it's got to the point it's just not worth it anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, you work and kill yourself and, and, and like where I've come from and just give it away now. Yeah. And, it, and it's, it's just a terrible time where we're at in our country, but we're hoping for a change. But but I have made a 10-year, and, and, I, and I want to start, like I told you, about the deer hunt. Yeah. And that's something I've never done. And, you know, I'm 43. I've had two back surgeries, and I'm getting forced to the point I know I need to yeah. make a change because I push my body hard. Yeah. You know, if I keep on, I'm gonna be 55 and can't walk. You know, yeah. so I, I got to make a change. Well, I hope you do. I hope you. I hope <laughs> you come out to the house and we get you on a big deer and your buddy and all that stuff. Because, you know, I, I see you, Ashley, and you're such a, a likable guy and a well-known guy. And I'm thinking, well, Ashley needs to take a break. <laughs> Strickland takes enough breaks for both of you, you know, right now. But I thought Ashley needs a break every now and then, too. And I feel like here in the last, you know, year or so, you, you've been at the hunt. You know, you got some dogs that you really like. You know, every, everything from hobo to, you know, country's still around. And you, you guys got champ. And, you know, you guys are in a really good place right now yeah. on the hound side, too. I was looking last night. And some people don't think about it. Um trigger had a pup to win yeah triggers dead and gone now trigger um deuce the black dog mm -hmm. his put one um country's put one you know to me as an owner john hates the breeding part but just knowing we had a handshake and all yeah. that you know man that just i i i pay attention to all that stuff yeah. you know when we go to these hunts people don't think but I be paying attention to country's pups winning and triggers pups winning, yep. and, and and man, you know overall that, you know, I got in this for the love of coon hunting. I never got in it for the money. Yeah. You know, and and but now when you start for these entry fees, when we go to some hunts, we have twenty seven five in one weekend. Yeah. So we we messed around and made it a business. You know, when it gets to that kind of point of a money, and me and John. We sat down. I said, John, we got to make a change. I said, it's getting to the point. Yeah, people say, y'all win, y'all win. But it just got where it was a business. Yeah. And that's the last thing I want to make of it. Yeah. You know, me and John, I said, we need to cut back. Me and you start going more big hunts. Yeah. I mean, we love our guys, but, man, you know, we get a phone call, we won. You know, but, yeah, we love it. But still, I mean, you start paying interest like that every weekend and, 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 I said, we need to cut back, and me and you start going to the bigger hunts. Yeah. We had our own dogs, and we did. We made a big move this year. Yeah. And and that's a promise I made myself. You know, I'm going to pick, I don't, you know, certain time we cut in corn or that I can get away, and I'm going to book some hunts, and we're going to go. Well, that's good, and that, that ties in with you taking a break. Yeah. You know, it ties in with you not going to the farm every day, you know, at 5 a.m. and getting home at 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. or whenever you get home, you know. So I'm I'm excited to see. And John's always loved that. John's yeah. always loved going to the hunts and, and getting a dog ready. And, you know, he's taking breaks. We've all taken breaks. But, you know, to see you and John pull up, because there's an instance, too, especially if I'm handling in the same hunt, you know, if I draw John or I draw Ashley, I know I'm in for a good cast. And so I like to see the guys like that, you know, come back and, 
you know, you guys had Rick was handling with you. I don't know if that's going to be a good cast or not when I draw Jeff. <laughs> we had a good time last night. We we didn't have no arguing. You know, we had some guys that, and, and man, I, I'm first class. You know, like this guy last night, he'd strike his dog, and I said, "Man, you sure?" You know, and I didn't like some people getting you know to arguing and nickering. I don't I don't get into that. Yeah, I just love it. You know, and I like last night I give that guy all opportunity. And he treat hobo. You know. Yeah. I said, "Man, you sure?" You know. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people. That's my dog, you know. I never eat the judge. Actually, you're first class, and that's just the way I am, you know. Yeah. What about because you took that break and you were you were going to some hunts before that too? Oh yeah. You know, and then you took that break and you got your business going and your boy wanted to go hunting and stuff. What was the differences, you know, from the time that you quit and got out until you get big country ball? You know, I had good dogs. Um, we always, you know. We had good dogs. I thought I had good dogs. I remember we'd go hunting. We'd cure hot dogs, and mm-hmm. we would cook, and, man, we'd have a ball. Um, we treat coons. Now, the dogs that, that I got, you better have your boots and lights on when you cut them. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's people say dogs are not good as they used to, used to be. You know, I had good dogs back then. You know, I didn't get to run the big hunts, and people know the you know, big names, but we treat coons everywhere, and there was no comparison to these dogs yeah. we got now. People say, oh, they're not good as they used to be. No, that's wrong. These dogs now, people are packing some good dogs. Yeah, especially at the level we're hunting at. Yeah. You know, and then you get back into it, you get country bought. Uh, you get heels bought. You get uh, the deuce dog and, and, and hobo and trigger and trigger you know it's not like you guys were just buying run-of-the-mill dogs either <laughs> you know the dogs of today your dogs today may be a little better than what you had when you quit but you were also going out and getting some of the best dogs. Yep. and that's a credit to you know you talked to west 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 was telling you about big country did you go to hunt with country whenever oh, you yeah. bought him yeah oh, i went out for three nights yeah you know a lot of people goes to look for a dog when they price a big money dog a lot of people goes to pick them apart yeah you know and and if i hadn't have seen that dog and he was blue i'd have swore he was a walker yeah and i was like steve he made like four trees and never bought i said steve this dog's silent and we hunted all night and oh honesty i never told steve 30 minutes i had already made up my mind i was buying him we hunted three nights and we hunted the daylight and we put country up at six o'clock that morning. He was barking in for breath like I was like, This is unbelievable. Yeah. And I mean country's just it's you know, I never thought I would say find another dog as good as country, especially a pup off of him, you know, but but when John come to Savannah with Champ, he called on a Thursday. They said, You need to come to Savannah tomorrow night on a Friday. I said, John I'm busy, he said, You need to come. And we come up and champ treat eight singles as fast as you could cut him second night on the marsh. Mm-hmm. And I just sit down. I just couldn't take it in. You know what I mean? I was like, I never thought we'd ever get to, much less a pub. I said, we'd never own another country. Yeah. I was like, man. And, and I mean, it just blowed me away. And it, now I'm honestly now, Josh, that was one of the best feelings. You know, I could never put in words that, you know, that run we had with country, you know, with the people yeah. keeping up with country, that was phenomenal. 
I mean, now everybody, if country was here, people would drive up here just to see country. They yep. don't care about us. They want to see country. <laughs> That's right. Um, I mean, country just, his demeanor, his, when he walks out, he walks like, he knows he's the man. Yeah. You know, it just everything about country. And then just see this champ dog and, man. Champ, I, champ not only trees comes like country, and I've hunted with champ a couple times now, but he looks like him. He acts like him. He's got the same demeanor. He's just happy-go-lucky. You know, he's happy to be there. And uh, that's what really struck me the first time I was with Champ. Because we've, you know, you see pups out of out of dogs that, you know, may look similar, but they don't act the same. Or they act the same, but they don't look the same. Or they don't treat him. But he, it's almost like you cloned him. Yep. You know, and obviously, I told John whenever I hunted with him, I said, I'm happier for Ashley than I am for you. <laughs> Because I John, knew what it was like. John, like, I mean, John loved country, don't get me wrong, but now John don't get as close to him as I do. Yeah. You know, like he called the other night, I sold Paige. Who would ever a million years thought he'd have sold Paige? Yeah. You know, and I mean, it's business. I mean, I understand why we got all these good dogs. Paige is be six years old. Yeah. You know, if we're going to sell her, now's the time to sell her. But Paige is a Paige is a $20,000 brood beach. Yeah. You know, and pups off a. Of, Z first crosses already wonder hundred some yeah. of them. Yeah. Um. So John don't get his he don't get as close to him like I do. Like yeah. Hobo, he said I'm selling Hobo. I said no. Nah. I said we, <laughs> <laughs> he said he sold. I said no. Nah. He said you serious? I said no. I said you because you know I brought Hobo yeah. home that winter and man, me and Hobo just got on a personal level and me and that Joker clicked and I know what he is. Yeah. You know, does he don't win everywhere he goes, but. Hobo's nice. Yeah, he is very nice though. And and um he's not as flashy as country and do things. He has some downtime, but overall he's a yeah. I can bring him to my house and enjoy me tree coons. Yeah. And um And that's more important to you than Exactly. Yeah. And John said, Well, that's this, you know, I'm got this out of me sold and then the next morning and he called early and I know it was on my John don't get up early. And he <laughs> called me and said, You serious, ain't you? you ain't gonna say that? I said, No, he's he said, All right. He's let me call the man and and we worked it out. But you know, we're in a good spot and then, you know, lady uh, Randy give John half a lady and mm-hmm. you know, that was a phenomenal deal for him and then we got Champ and we just bought a pup off of Echo and Meg. Yeah. Um, so I mean, we can't hunt with so much and you know, here where I'm at when it gets hot, I'm done. Yeah. I'm not like where you guys are. You yeah. know, when we get <clears throat> May, June, it's over for us. Yeah. Well, if you get a really, really good one and you can't hunt it, Mayor June, just give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you fixed up. <laughs> Tell me about heels, too. Heels. Heels come from my country, and I like, I've always really liked heels. Man, heels was one of the ones I bought when I bought country. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody, Steve hunted um, country and but when I got heels, nobody hunted heels. Yeah. She was my girl, you know. And, man, it's just, she could water. She was crazy. Now, she'd swim the biggest river. She'd come up here and swim <laughs> off an island. Yeah. She swimmed across the island. Some duck hunters was hunting. She swam across in a big million-dollar subdivision. Houses <laughs> everywhere. And I was sitting here watching her, and I could see her collar going across the water. I said, there's no way that dog's swimming. I said, she's gone. She went over and treated the sub. Almost got ran over. The duck hunters was putting the boat in the dock. They called. I said, Judge, I'm done. And I was two miles at the back of the moor. had to walk all the way out. But anyway, Hills, is, Hills can treat any. Hills is the only dog besides Champ that come down here 
that could just tree dominate. Yeah. She treed like seven singles in 200 yards. John said, John had never seen her perform. Yeah. And um, John, we was hunting country. We was hunting a bunch of dogs that night on the island. John said, I see why she's got that WC in front of her yeah. name tonight. Yeah. She showed out. And, I mean, Hills is just another one. She's a freak. You know, to, to go to your country and tree coons, then come here and tree coons like that, you don't find that every day, Josh. No. I mean, and, and Hills could go to your place and coons laid up and tree them like, make it look easy. Yeah. And Hills is very special. Um, Hills was always a if she wanted to or not. When, yeah, when she, she was wanted, quirky when now. When she wanted to, <laughs> she would just beat your brakes off, and there wasn't nothing you could do about it. Something I learned about Hills, though, you could not hunt her hard enough to get her ready. Yeah. Because you hunt her hard, she'd quit. So I changed things with Hills. I'd hunt her, then I'd treadmill her. Yeah. And that was the best thing. She never quit on me. Yeah. Never. Yeah. When I done, when I seen, and that's something I always had a tell of that with dogs, like fixing stuff. Yeah. You know, and I always loved that. And I paid attention to heels. I said, I cannot get this dog ready because she'll quit. Yeah. She'd get tired. So I, I switched up some things and I started just treadmill on a treadmill. I'd hunt her two hours, drive an hour, come home, put on a treadmill for an hour. Yeah. And man, fast as you could cut her. She was... I said, I got you figured out your old hoods, you know. <laughs> and then, you know, we bred her a couple of times, and that pup that cross off of um, Trigger and Heels done mm-hmm. good. Um, country and Heels, they, you know, for the two dogs, it was an okay cross, but, yeah. you know, the pups, you country and heel, you figured, you know what I mean? But they didn't make what we thought, but. I was always wondering if they would trail too much, yeah. you know. Some of them did. Yeah. The little boy that was here earlier, I, I give him a pup, and he, he was in the North Carolina Youth Championship. He's got a nice one. Um, there's some nice ones out there, um, but old Hills is my girl. She's yeah. she's in the house right now. Um, we've been having a little problem with her with her temperature dropping, and I took her to the vet, and her levels was phenomenal. And the vet said, I guess she's a house dog from this point forward. That didn't I, break your heart I too said, bad, I did I guess it? so. <laughs> What about one thing I did want to ask you is Strickland when he when he bought in on country, and did you know John before any I, of that? You know I heard of John. Yeah. Um, John called me. You know John always with the type. If you know he got what he wanted, you yeah. know and everybody knows that John to put pressure on you to. Mm-hmm. I never forget it. John called one night and Cressa was laying on my arm on the pillow. He said, hey, I'm John Strickland, Springfield, Kentucky. And it come up Springfield, Kentucky. He said, I want to talk to you about buying the Blue Dog. And I said, okay. He said, uh, I know you paid this for him. And he said, and when he said that, and the phone was on loud, and I was trying to <laughs> I was trying to cut it down. I was like, who is this idiot going to get me? Because I've never told nobody what I paid for him. Your wife especially. <laughs> yeah, she said, she said, what did he say? I said, nothing, nothing. And I was trying to mumble, and John couldn't understand me. And he's like, I can't understand you. But I was trying to get off the phone, you know. Yep. I said, this dude's going to get me in a mess. <laughs> and, um, and I said, no, nah, I ain't for sale. And I hung up. Boy, and John, John's like, this dude just blowed me off, you know. And Josh, I mean, money, I work hard. Don't get me wrong, and all my guys tell you. Yeah. I, I work just as hard as the next person and get down and dirty 
And, and my guys will tell you, it, I do whatever to, you know, to make it right. And 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 when he when he um called, you know, money don't you know get me excited. Yeah. So when he asked me, it, it was um yeah, he offered me a good profit, but I know what I had, you yeah. know. And at that time, the hunts was coming back for the big money, um. So I know he could make money, you yep. know. So, and then John called back, and John's smart. Oh, John, yeah. John come from the bottom and and yeah. successful. You know, people. John, John's very good at reading people. Oh yeah. And John knowed I was the type of person not to throw money around that that would. You know yeah. that wouldn't work well with me. You know what I mean? So he he figured that out, and he said, "Well, hey, we'll meet and we we'll talk sometime." And he left it alone. Yeah. And that was the best thing he did with me. And and when we met, you think it, if he'd have kept bugging you, you'd have got bald headed oh, yeah, and I, said no? Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that don't you know? Yeah. He called me and keep pointing on that. Just especially I'm busy. You know, yeah. and I'm busy all right. the time, and I'm in Greece, and you calling me, and yeah, that don't work well right. with me. Right. And and so he, he was smart. And we went to the CHKC World. He was there. And Steve was um, in the middle of that team nationals. And mm-hmm. He said, uh, and I walked to him. I said, John. You didn't, you didn't get on the, in on that with Bert No, Collins. no, no. <laughs> he said, uh, um, I walked up. John shook his hand. Then we went around the corner and talked. And um, I said, you know, Steve started this, and, 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 you know, we talked, and I said, I don't know what's going to happen. And we made a deal. He said, if he wins this world hunt, you're not going to let him have him. I said, it don't matter. You know, I tell you something, yeah. you're going to get him. And we got in the final four. And John said, I'll never get that dog. That was the infamous kick the red bone hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. <laughs> Steve made a bad way. Steve treated that coon right on camera. You saying she yep. coming cover. It was terrible. But anyway, um, and we made the deal, and we left, and I called John, and we met in um, Nashville, and John got him. Yeah. And but you Was know, that hard to do, to give that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I know, you know, I know country's potential, his age. I couldn't bring him home and put him in the kennel. I know right. he had to go. He had to be campaigned. In country, everybody knows at that time, his downfall was being out of pocket. Yeah. You know, he would go too deep. And John said, well, tell me what's his problem. I said, John, he goes too hard. He said, I can fix him. And um, John got him, and he set in on him, you know. Yeah. And, 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 and like now, when me and John buys a big money dog, we exchange money. But if I buy something, we don't even exchange money and put their name on it, we roll. Yeah. That's, that's where our relationship has gone now. And, and at that time, I didn't know him, you know, but, and John knows if, and Doug, you know, then I met Doug later. Yeah. And Doug's first class, and and Doug sure don't care what they call him. He, he, <laughs> we call him and say, get it, bolt, you know. We got to get Doug on here. We got to get Doug a dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, guys, you guys were arguing yesterday about a, Doug saying he wants to buy that dog and Strickland won't ever let him. He said, John caught him about a 12, we never paid as much as we pay for a 12 month old puppy never yeah. i said john you lost your mind doug said we got to get him in beat angle he loves beating scott yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you guys not only are you partners and you you don't see this very often you know you guys even when you guys had all your handlers with jake and jeff and you know uh 
who else? Judas. Um, you guys were friends. Oh, yeah. You know, because if you guys weren't Kunan, if you guys didn't have these dogs together, you'd probably still go on vacation with families. You'd probably still hang out. I mean, how important is that to have someone, especially when you guys are, like you said, spending 20 grand on entries and spending 20, 30, 40 grand on dogs or whatever? You know, you got to have someone you can trust, too. Yep. And, and see what way me and Doug and John clicked, we both was cut from the same cloth mm-hmm. you know like john john's busted his butt you know he come from a single wide trailer to build yep. his success you know and then doug doug come from the bottom so that's how we you know all three of us you know like some people wants to pay 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 to do this pay me and doug and john we'll do it yeah you know and that's something that you have to be careful with all three of us you know, if you're lazy, you ain't going to make it with right. us. You know, we tough. And, and that's why we click. Yep. You know, that's why we just, we're a lot alike in ways. Well, people that watch my stuff or listen to my stuff and they they see the pro hound and they're seeing all the, listening to the podcast, watching the videos, all that, they don't understand. You know, to to a lot of folks, and I get it, I was there at one time, it's just rich folks playing games. And they don't understand the effort that y'all have went through to get to this point to where you can be well off and playing these games, you know? And so instead of, you know, pushing them down and, and being, being aggravating about it, you know, I don't understand why they don't congratulate <laughs> folks like Ashley Oxendine and John Strickland and even the handlers, you know, the Michael Wards and the dual Murphys that are making a living doing this. Cause you know, most of us, just like you and me, we all come from pretty much nothing. Yeah, from the bottom. <laughs> yep. And, and it's work. It's work. These, yeah. these dogs are, I mean, it's a lot of work. Yeah. People think that you just get these dogs ready, like Ward and Weed, and Weed's a hard hunting joker. Yeah. John, yeah, he is. John's hunting every every night or every other night. Yeah. You know, and see, I don't make a living out of it. When you, you work the way I do, then go home, put your boots on, and it's tough. Yeah. And then hunt my country. You know, <laughs> let's talk about that. I want to talk because I haven't got up there to hunt with you yet. And to be frankly honest with you, Ashley, I really don't want to. I've seen all your videos and all the water and stuff. But what is what are you turning these dogs loose in when you're playing? That's all we got. You know, I got some river bottoms and everybody pretty much here around here, two hours away. We got good hunting until we get a lot of water. Yeah. When we get a lot of water, it pushes us out, you know, and and. You got some people, you know, cutting so much timber, you know, it's, the hunting's terrible. Um, but that's how I've ever hunted yeah. all my life. Yeah. You know, so for me, people that come, they said, man, if I had to hunt this, I'd quit. <laughs> so when when you come here and hunt two hours at my house, that's hunting like six hours at your house. Yeah. A dog's just, you know, burning so many calories. He's yeah. swimming. He's. Do you think it makes them better in oh, the long yeah, run? Absolutely. Like. And that's something I knew is the knowledge of hunting when I got back in it, that I would I had to make connections in Illinois, Missouri, right. Kentucky, because when we bring dogs from here to spend here and go to York, they look like idiots. Yeah. They're looking for a run. They're looking yeah. for, they don't know how to run fuel edges. Um, and I know that I had to make that connection to, to, to make that happen. Yeah. And, and, um, but when I bring dogs from your house and bring here, phenomenal. Yeah. Okay, prime example, Apollo. Yeah. John beat Hobo, dominated him every time we went to the marsh. I mean, just beat beat him. I brought Hobo here, hunted him 60 days, 90 days. We went to the marsh. We was coon for coon. Yeah. 
and 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 I mean he just here dogs got the trail of coon. You bring a dog here just flying, he'd be out of pocket. Yeah, he, yeah. he's got to know how to use that nose, and he's got to know how to hunt these runs. The coons on the run, yeah. on the water, and. It's tough, Josh, you know, but like I said, I've done it all my life, and and I don't get to hunt as much as I like to, but... Yeah. 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 You got to tell yeah. your plan, Ashley. I want, I want to see you in the woods every night here before long. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, I could go, like, to John's in, in Illinois and, like, go hunt with you or something like that in, in the summertime yeah. and get away, yeah. get away from this. Summertime here is snakes, and we start... Where I'm at, I ain't got that many gators, but they're moving in on me. Yeah. Yeah. But I can drive 30 minutes and be in a bunch of gators. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when you hunt a caliber dog, we got to a point, John said, oh, you just a seasonal hunter. But I, I, we can't afford to bring these dogs out and no. get them eat up. You know what I mean? Or snake bed. Or... Snake, yeah. Yeah. When I was a little boy, my granddad, um, when season was over, his good dogs, that was it. Yeah. They stayed in the pen. They come out next season. He hunt young dogs, but his best dogs never come out in the pen. What is... Uh... I want you to pick one. Is it country? Favorite dog of all time, Ashley. And you've had, especially in the last eight, nine years, you've had some great ones come through your kennel. Country, personal, I mean, yeah. I mean, overall, country was a good one. Trigger, I loved old Trigger now. Yeah. Um, Trigger was a good one. We was talking about him the other night. Every dog that handlers handled, Trigger probably... Everywhere he went, he paid yeah. his way. Everywhere. Like, Trigger didn't get in the whole $30,000 and then went a big hunt to get out. Yeah. Trigger won everywhere he went. Um, and him and Jake was a phenomenal team, you know. Um, so, I mean, every one of them, like Champ, I hadn't got to build that relationship with Champ um, because John's in love with him. You yeah. know, he's got him. So, and, you know, and then Champ's a good one. And, and I know I would love him the same way, but overall... You know, with the time, country was a project for me, man. Yeah. When he come here, that joker, this ain't no lie. I would not let nobody go hunting with him. I said, here I am, went and bought a blue dog, paid all this money. I'd cut that joker loose, and he'd just look at me. Like, I was like, what? Is, I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, he got hurt in his stomach at that CHKC World Hunt. Yeah. No, before that. I'm sorry, before. And, and I brought him home, and... Man, I had to keep him with me 24-7. That's when he was riding in the truck with yeah. me. He had all them staples in his stomach. And that took a toll on him. And um, I promise you it was 60 days before he treated a coon. And, but when he started clicking, I mean, I picked that joke up seven miles at my house. Really? He, I mean, he would just, he'd get, I mean, this old bad track, he'd, he'd just go. And then he learned how to start training coons and, Country was just a, just a different dog, um, but he was the aggravatingest dog, probably getting <laughs> the, the click here, you know. Yeah. But you know, I enjoy bringing these dogs, you know, from Kentucky, Illinois, to just to see how they do in my country. Hobo, um, it took him a little while, but yeah. not 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 as long, and he just phenomenal, just fell in. Yeah. Um, but overall, country and heels, you know very personal like you said heels could get you so mad oh yeah um but if she was on she'd beat the brakes off a of country she'd beat all of them yeah i mean just like like john said just put her up just stop i said what you mean he said don't turn loose again yep. 
in that was just like country after i hunted with him i never wanted to hunt with him again <laughs> i told because he did he put and i'll still tell everybody this day he put the perfect i've never seen a dog have a perfect two hours they've always had just a touch of downtime or they've done something yeah. they've always done something you know you hunt with a dog two hours in a cast situation and he put together a perfect two hours in a place that i know we treat 10 or 11 coons or something like that that night and there ain't that many coons in there the mother dogs look good too and i told strickland when we got done of course i was i didn't believe it either you know i'd talk to you and i'd talk to john and everybody i said you guys are <laughs> come on don't tell me this in west uh Wes was, Bella was in heat. We'd bred her to overdrive. And I was talking to Wes about, you know, breeding Bella, which we eventually did breed her to country. And uh, Wes goes, you ought to breed that dog to, to country. I said, you are crazy. Wes was country's biggest fan. Yeah, he was. And when Wes, nobody didn't think, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And I said, Wes, why? He said, he's beat me two times. Yeah. Ruby was on her best of her game then. Yeah. He said, actually, he beat me like one's supposed to beat me. Yeah. And I was like, wow, you know, coming from which, you, you had to listen. I mean, it, you could, a lot of people say, well, you know, when I, when Wes told me that, and I was like, whoa, you know. Yeah. He, and, and, well, you believed it faster than I did because I told him he was full of crap. <laughs> <laughs> but Wes knows I'm a sucker for a big mouth and a big locate because country has that flash, too. You know, he had all the bells and whistles. And Maybe I was telling not a locate. And that was one of the reasons that we bred to Overdrive because I loved Overdrive's mouth, yeah. you know. And Overdrive was a good dog, and those pups turned out good. And I was going to tell you, too, one of the Bella country pups is out in Pennsylvania. Brad Bowser's got him right now, and he loves him. Really? Yeah, absolutely loves him. Good. So that dog's getting ready to come out and get broke out and want some, win some casts and some money, too. But I remember the night I hunted with him, and I called Jed, and I said, hey, I said, when Bella comes in heat again, we're breeding her to big country. And he was like me. You're so ignorant. You ain't there. Then he hunts with him. He goes, yeah, I think that'll work. Let's do that. <laughs> so country was the dog that Jed called me on that cast that night and tried to buy him. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. And I said, I guarantee you I know if Ashley wouldn't sell him to Strickland for a long time and was pushing Strickland off, we ain't getting our hands on him. But yeah, I would like to have him. <laughs> but he was a dog that when people are around him they just liked him yeah you know he was a like he had a good personality had all that talent and that year year and a half or whatever that he was campaigned really hard he had a whole fan club and he had some haters and a lot of the haters were from the blue tick side and i think they've kind of come around now haven't yeah. they but, oh yeah they i mean you sit back and look what countries accomplished he had seven pups mm -hmm. in the top 100 of the UKC world. Yeah. I mean, you can hate him, you can whatever, but I mean, <laughs> it, it, I, I sit there and John, John was looking, he said, man, this dog in the last five years, look what he's done, Ashley. Yeah. I said, John, I just sit back, you know, he's just, you know, all around just the impact of everything of country. Yeah. The dog Tonk that we hunted with um what is his name? We hunted Randy Morgan's. Yeah, Logan Ray's Logan dog. Ray's. Yeah. Yep. Real deal. Yeah. Real deal. He's going to win big. You yep. know, when you start hunting with dogs like, and, and, and he's off of your dog. I didn't know, even know Tonk was off country. Yeah. I did not know that. Yep. Jed liked Tonk when he hunted that against him, Joker's too. Joker's nice. Yeah. Yep. He's nice. And, you know, and you know, as an owner, that just thrills my soul. Yep. You know, country's made an impact. Yeah. And he's brought you, you know, good friends and Doug oh, and, and John. I and 
I said other, you know, like like when I say the whole everything with country, man, I was at the lowest of my lowest, Josh, when I bought country. You know, when I lost my little boy, you know, when he got killed, it was, you know, I was, I was, at, man, I was in a bad place. And country, you know, hunting, and I'm not the type to sit around and cry and carry on. I, I worked. I went 10 times harder. Yeah. I blew my back out again. I'd come home at night and get on a track hoe. I was at the point I didn't care about losing my wife or nothing. I yeah. didn't care about that. You know, I was in a dark place. And when I bought country and I went back to something as a little boy that I love, that dog would never know what I could put in words what he did for me overall. Um, you know, he, he brought me out of just the joy that I had lost mm-hmm. and, and the love of hounds and hunting. And, and, and like, of life. You of got life. the joy of life. Got, yeah. yeah. When you, you know, you always hear older people say, you never know pain until you lost a child, you know, and, and I never thought I would endure that pain, and I did. And God brought me through it, but but country was, you know, I didn't I didn't talk. I didn't talk to nobody. Mm-hmm. And I was at the point I didn't care about, I mean, I just worked, 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 worked. And, and, and I just kept on, and finally I started coming back around, you know, and, and I said my little boy would be proud, yeah. you know. But country overall, he just would never know overall friends, everything, the impact he made on my life. And as a father, I couldn't imagine, so I'm not going to act like I can. But you hear, you know, you think of Jason Doherty's story with ex-con. You know, there's a man that was at the lowest of lows, too. And we were, I was just down there with him not too long ago, and he said he's going to be sick when that dog dies. And I can't. I've not had that with dogs. I've not had that relationship with dogs. But the more I do this, what I'm doing now, I, I understand. Yeah. You know, I've never been one to get attached to a dog. You know, I've never been, you know, they're in one day and out the next. And I take good care of them and stuff, you know. But when I hear your story and Jason's and, and you think about what these dogs can do for us and what they've done for us, uh, you're right to be proud of country and, and what you guys have accomplished and what he's done for you and all that stuff. And I'm just glad to to get to be able to sit down with you and and let everybody else know too because like i said people just see him in the magazine and they see him on facebook yeah but they don't know the whole story don't know the whole story that joker he's every day he gets out he gets tied out he gets touched and every he's just not yep. a dog yeah i got somebody that's their job and that's yep. my wife she she no it ain't nobody's hired that's her job yeah she takes care of the German Shepherds and country, and every day he's, and he looks phenomenal. And country looks for that. Yeah, I mean he he wants his pen spotless. He he's a very I mean he's he's a personal dog. <laughs> he's a high maintenance dog. He's, he's <laughs> something else. And and I love the Joker. He's it's gonna be tough when he's gone, but he's doing good. You know he's eleven. He looks like he's five. Yeah, I hunted him in November. I posted a video. He come on the tree, man. He sound like a million dollars. Yeah, but he was a good one. I tell you another one. A lot of people overlooks just a good one. A little black dog. Yeah, Deuce. He's oh, a Deuce. good one. If he had the mouth. Yeah, he he would really. Jacob Jump loves that dog yeah. too. He yeah. really. You could tell he's he he likes that dog. If he had a mouth, Jump wouldn't have him. John would have him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what's what's in store for you and John and Doug and 
You guys just going to hunt what you got now? We're going to hunt hobo. Um, we're going to keep promoting um, Junk Scott Dues. Yeah. Um, just going to, in the summer, just going to get hobo back yep. when I'm done. She's going to continue to promote him. And basically, just like I told Jeff, we're just going to rotate hobo out with me and when i get ready for yep. big he can still go you know and win and make money but certain hunts five thousand dollar hunter sixty five like randy morgan you know i'm going to take the range you good, know yeah so it still worked out for him. we still got this pup coming up we got some a lot of young dogs behind us in country yep. country, country pups um i just dug it i think before it's over, I think Doug's gonna start hunting. You I know? hope so. He he he's getting excited. You I know? wish he's... him and John wasn't wasn't partners on dogs so they can draw each other. <laughs> <laughs> and Doug, good Doug's good person. And, yeah. Um, and we just like Savannah. We, you know, like all of us is going to truck hunt next week. Pro sport. Yep. Um, we we'll stay together and when we go down there. We we'll stay at Doug's house and John's. We fellowship. Yep. You know, and and that means the world to me. You know, people's I work for money every day. Yeah. You know, it ain't about the money for me. And sometimes I get upset. Me and John talks from day one. I never want to make it about the money with coon hunting. But you have to be careful with these entries and all the, you'll make it about yeah. money. Yeah. When you start paying these kind of entries, you, you had to step back like a hole, you know. Yeah. And and, and and I don't want us to get to that point. I want us to continue to fellowship, enjoy it. And, and I don't want to make it a job. Well, Ashley, we'll wrap this up. And uh, I, I'm I'm happy that you're going to take the reins and get to some hunts and, and do what you love. Uh, I'm proud of you guys for what you've all done with country. And uh, I think everybody's got a little bit of attachment to that dog. People that don't <laughs> even coon hunt. It's crazy yep. that yep. Keeps up with country. I tell you what he reminds me of is uh, when Bad Habit was doing what Bad Habit was doing. Everybody knew who Bad Habit was. Yeah. Everybody knew. And I, my kids will look at a dog that you can tell is a crossed-up walker with a blue tick. I'm like, I wonder if that one's out of country. I wonder if that one's out of country. You know, And they, they don't know half the dogs in the world, but they know who big country is. You know, so. But a lot of that credit's to you. Uh, you're the one that got him. You're the one that made the right decisions with him. And so uh, I just want to say congratulations, Ashley. Thank you, Josh. All right. We're going to let you go. You got another hunt tonight. You you won last night. We'll get you a double cast win. Maybe maybe get in that finals. Huh? Maybe. Maybe so. All right. I appreciate you, Ashley. Right, thank you. All right, guys. That is Ashley Oxendine, and this is Tree Dog Tuesday. We thank you for listening.